Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, 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 I've fucking been there. Maze, you better fire it up, dude. Shut your mouth. You're not God or my father or my boy. Drive your fucking Wally Bird. They laugh in New York and they laugh in San Francisco, but they will not be laughing when the mouth of hell opens up and sucks. The whole world is in the power of the evil one. The devil. And the media that he uses to control the world is television. Francisco settings and the Santa Cruz settings. It's an extra level for me personally that I don't know if you guys are getting. So I just want to let you know it's a very personal show for me. So you went there. So that was my school, and I've been to like way too many locations in the show, which is freaky. On IMDb, it says that the girl Amaya is played by Amaya Mizuno Andre, and this person doesn't appear to exist. So it's possible that Sonoya Mizuno is also playing the daughter through some mocap technology. Stay tuned to this. We will follow up later. Because it's obviously the same last name. Oh. And Sonoya doesn't have a sister or a daughter. Okay. I'll watch out for that. And also she did motion capture in Ex Machina. Mm. Ah, all right. Okay. So, AC, we talked a little bit about episode one, but what were your overall thoughts and reactions to to diving into this show? Did it hook you? Are you in? I'm very, very intrigued is the best way I would describe it. It's very innovative. Also, it's interesting to see Nick Offerman in this type of role because I feel like I've only seen him in comedic roles. So to see him as this, not necessarily dark, but just... Just very serious in, in, in this sense. And um, the 
espionage aspect, which we see a little bit more of in episode two, just in general, like the vibe that I get from this show is that they take, they're taking some really, really bold risks in terms of the, the technology aspect of things. I mean, we've seen stuff like this before in other shows. <coughs> Westworld. <coughs> well, yeah, I don't watch Westworld, so I I can't really comment on uh, on, on Westworld. It's just interesting. It's it's innovative. I've I, I really I really found it striking. I found uh, Sergey's dive into the whole devs scenario very striking his reaction uh, throwing up in the bathroom um the way that place looks was really cool the way that the people are are reacting in there was interesting and i think that uh that scene of of uh them killing him was was kind of uh wild and a little darkish so i was like okay i'm i'm in for some some uh cover up uh creepy smoothie king mascot looking like uh, <laughs> a baby at the oh at, at the God. campus. Don't um, slander my king cake baby. <laughs> my apologies. Uh, I found the show very interesting, and I'm kind of looking forward to seeing where it goes. It doesn't feel like it's moving too fast. They tend to give you what you need. Speaking of needs, Josiah, through these first two episodes, I'm I feel like uh, I'm ready to see. Um, how this plays out and it doesn't seem like one of those shows that when it ends you're not going to feel left like not understanding it's it's complicated but it's not that's the best way i can describe it so episode one mostly follows sergey who's an employee at amaya which is a quantum computing company he's dating lily chan who's played by sonoya mizuno who works on the encryption team Sergey and his team are working on predicting the movements of a nematode worm a simple organism which impresses forest He's then promoted to Devs, a secretive branch of the company, and is screened by Kenton, the head of security. Forrest doesn't give Sergey any direction for Devs. He just shows him the code and lets him get to work. Sergey freaks out in the bathroom, returns to his desk, and records the code using a James Bond wristwatch. Then Forrest intercepts him in the woods, and Kenton suffocates him. Lily is worried. She goes to Kenton, and he shows her security footage of Sergey leaving on foot. Lily clones Sergey's phone, finds an encrypted Sudoku app, and goes to her ex, Jamie, for help, but he is rightfully hesitant. Forrest and Kenton show Lily and her friend footage of Sergey lighting himself on fire in front of the Amaya statue, which is in UC Santa Cruz's amphitheater, and Lily runs to the site and sees Sergey's charred corpse. Mm. That sets it up. Very dramatic. It's a murder mystery. Mm -hmm. We've got the secret of devs. And it was just a really great pilot. And then we go right into episode two because they dropped them both. Begins with an amazing sequence set to Congregation by Lowe. Forrest still drives a Subaru Outback and lives in a very modest home. His emotions have been completely frozen since the death of his daughter, Amaya, and her room is still intact. Lily breaks into Jamie's apartment by scaling the outside and forces him to unlock the Sudoku app. Forrest is visited by Kenton, who tells him, you've got more money than God, and you live in dust. Aspic. We get our first look at the devs code at work with the very young Lyndon, the older Stuart, and Forrest Lieutenant Katie. The code projects the past and the future, presenting a constellation-like image that appears out of organic static, and the first thing we see is Jesus on the cross. Jake, we love Garland's visuals. We definitely loved... The containment zone in Annihilation, 
What do you think of this code that we see? I'm still acclimating to this uh, visual expression of what the code is doing. I thought it was <laughs> there were some they were doing some strange stuff with that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. I mean, to me, like Garland's does sci-fi so well, but he does it with almost the kind of like as it with an indie vibe. You know, even though it's well funded, it doesn't have the over the top presentation of say Westworld. But I dig it because it there's a mystery to it all. You know, you don't know exactly what you're seeing or what you're supposed to be seeing, or even if it's the final result for all, yeah. you know, what we're looking at is something right. that's in process. I like the look of this show a lot. I would say the code less so than the look of the devs building and the look of the devs computer. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I love the look of the show. Those two are top notch. It's not as good good as those but it is interesting and it's still a work in progress it feels organic though in the sense that you know if they presented it to you as if it were high definition recreations of history that would be even more jarring well the reason it isn't is because they haven't perfected it yet. I think we might see that in the future. Right. I think it's a little better than the Matrix code, though, which never quite works because the thing they said in the Matrix was you learn to see it. Yeah. That's how they got away with it. Mm-hmm. But whenever they had to visualize that to us, mm-hmm. it didn't work quite as well. At least it kind of reads to us. Yeah. Yeah, I would say it feels authentic, for sure. Lily accesses the Sudoku app and uses it to set up a meeting with Anton, Sergey's handler, and we learn Sergey was a Russian spy trying to infiltrate devs. Anton wants Lily to finish Sergey's job. Eden, your boyfriend, mysteriously dies, sets himself on fire. You find out he's a spy. The spy contacts you. Do you accept the mission? Absolutely not. Like... <laughs> under no circumstances for a second i really thought that she was gonna like bite and i was just gonna be like this is a, such a bad idea it just has bad idea written all over it i feel like this is not a good idea there's no part of you that wants to get your tom cruise on when an opportunity presents itself like this yes but if you think about it in intelligence we don't really know that much about how they actually operate except for what we see in movies and tv i feel like even for someone like me, it would be a lot to get into. And I've trained my whole life for this. <laughs> there you go. She asked for all of this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. It seems to me like this Russian operation is not up to snuff anyways. So probably a good thing Lily didn't get involved with them. Kenton is following them. Forrest is pursuing total accuracy with devs. Anything less than that is a failure. He has a binary mindset about that. Forrest uses devs to spend time with Amaya in the past, and we watch her blow bubbles. Jamie offers to help Lily in any way she needs. And then Kenton kills Anton in a crazy old man fight in a parking garage. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Kenton. So this dude... He does not look like the type of dude that can pull off the types of moves that he's doing in this show. He's no Mike. He's no Mike. But I just find it cool. I find it cool. Even (laughs) though the the, the believability of it is a little. Yeah, I'm not having trouble buying it. I love this show. 
but worst fight scene maybe ever. <laughs> I watched him snap the neck on the tire like five yeah. times trying to figure out how he pulled that off. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of funny. This is bad. <laughs> this is real bad right now. <laughs> I think it's the only weak point the show has to this, like, to this uh, we, juncture. We ran out of money building the machine and we got no stunt double money. <laughs> We got two old men, two actors at that, right? It's like Tom throwing the bottle. It this guy like doesn't know how to fight. This guy does not know how to fight. Honestly, it looked like they were hugging the entire time. Oh, my God. Was yeah, like, it was like worst. weirdly scored with like slow motion and the music. Oh, and I then know. They, yeah, they dragged it out. Yeah. Like, we got to go with that's, this is all about quick cuts in and out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I this should this whole scene should have been about seven seconds. Oh man! Fact, shut up, Cut away, come back. He's dead. I like the actor, but yeah, I don't understand making this part so physical and then. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Guy. The actors, I'm all in on him as a as a character because he's creepy. Mm-hmm. Yes, very. He's got those eyes. He's got the crazy eyes. Yeah. Yeah, and I love it. It was great too. Like the 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 um, juxtaposition of him against like the senator's bodyguard, right? Who's all decked out. Yeah, that was a great conversation. And looks like like high end security, like post like police or post military, like takes the takes the great job doing security. And this guy's like the schlub. <laughs> you know, he's like he looks like he's IT. <laughs> he really doesn't though. even look like he's security. He's got like the North Face on with the embroidered Amaya logo. Episode three starts with a dev's projection. We see a hand, then the pyramids, then Jesus, Roman soldiers marching, then Joan of Arc burning, Abraham Lincoln's Gettysburg address, Amaya blowing bubbles, Sergei suffocating, and Lily putting the fuck you sign in her window. I like the way they open this show, though. It's a good tone setter. The music always. And then we go right into the credits. Lyndon and Stewart are watching Arthur Miller and Marilyn Monroe have sex. Katie says, step one, create a new technology that reinvents the nature of human existence. (laughs) Step two, use it for porn. God damn, five dudes. Oh, my God. Five dicks. Damn. Sounds about right. The only rules are to look back, not forward, and to not invade privacy. Forrest violates these rules all the time. Forrest meets with the senator who wants to know about devs. Forrest tells her, quite frankly, we're using our quantum system to develop a prediction algorithm, but she thinks it's for the weather. She's kind of dumb, I guess. Lily opens up to her boss, Anya, about her suspicions surrounding Sergey. Jen interrupts and advises her to tell Kenton. Anya pulls Jen aside, and Jen says Lily has had schizophrenic episodes before. I was a little confused about this. But then Lily and Jen meet with Kenton. Lily starts losing it. She goes outside on the ledge to draw Kenton out while Jen copies security camera footage from his computer. This has been Lily and Jen's scheme this whole episode and Forrest and Kenton bought it. Yeah. It didn't quite make sense, but then when you know they're running a play, 
It works. I didn't know if she was working for Kenton or something. Exactly. I thought we had a mole situation. This is a Jimmy and Kim level play here, though. Absolutely. Chicanery. Hijinks. This is high level action here because they brought in their boss, presumably, at the outset, snowed her, get to Kenton, then pull off like the big move in the top security guy's office. He leaves everything insecure. Yeah. (laughs) His computer. Unlocked. Lily goes back to Jamie's place to review the footage, and he notices patterns in the flames that lead him to believe it was deep faked CGI. That was nice. That was nicely done. I agree. The mirrors and the flames, and he's going frame by frame. Beautiful. It was some Ralph in the outsider level tape analysis. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Right, the last time that show was actually interesting. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Also, like The Outsider, one of the things about this show was that Lily was slightly behind us. We knew that Forrest and Kenton had killed Sergey right off the bat. Right. But we're already caught up by episode three, and now they're at odds. It's not like she still hasn't figured it out. There's more to learn, but she's not hopelessly behind, like our outsider friends. And I thought it was a great place to end. It was very dramatic. Also, just the trauma that this woman has been through already is significant. What do you think about her and Jamie? Well, I, for one, feel bad for Jamie because he's put in a situation where she basically (laughs) doesn't take no for an answer. She did not leave him with any closure (laughs) when they broke up. She just dipped on him. Yeah, like it was a bad situation. I'm ultimately in the in the end glad that he decided to help her because it really seems like she has no one else to turn to. But like part of it feels like a dating question that for my segment, I probably would have told him not to do it, man. <laughs> there can't be a chance that they get back together, right? No. Oh, no way. No, no. Zero no. percent chance. Zero percent. Because there's not a lot of characters in this show. Poor bastard. I think there's a chance. He's doing his part, that's for sure. He's doing his part, that is true. Seems like a nice enough guy. I mean, of course, we have no sense of their backstory yet. Yeah. We don't know why she left, why she felt Sir Guy was more interesting than he was. Well, yeah, that's Um, what I mean by, like, she left him with no closure to begin with. And she just crawls right back in his window whenever she feels like it. She feels like it. Yeah. I'm like, that's some entitlement right there. The only other question I had with this whole show, but I understand narrative exigencies and stuff, but why Sergei felt it was imperative to go right into spy mode from the outset. I agree. (laughs) Because what he saw was so unbelievable. He just had to take his chance. Right there and then. But even we knew something was up. <laughs> Episode one was so, it was still so confusing at that point. We knew literally yeah. nothing about Debs yeah. and he didn't, yeah. expl- Forrest comes in and doesn't explain anything. So we don't even really know what he's seeing. He overreacts for sure. But also, like I said, this Russian spy operation, not that good. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Corporate incompetence corner. Feels like this is uh not very well run and also um 
Jake, do you really want that though? Because we would have just gotten like three filler probably episodes. You're, pro- <laughs> you're probably right. You're probably right. I do really enjoy the worlds this guy creates, meaning Garland. And so you just take it and move forward. Is this an eight episode series or a 10? Yes. Eight, eight, I believe. Yeah, so that's kind of a bummer because I would like to be here for a while. I'm but cool. I'm super excited to see four and super excited four to does see not the let one down. after. Four was really good and we'll save that for next week. We'll do four and five next week. Because I actually was a little disappointed by three, like after one and two. I, I don't know. Yeah. I felt like we could have gotten a little bit more going there but four bounce back. So I'm excited to talk about that. For my guests, Jake Hoy, Eden Luna, Anthony Canton the third. I'm Anthony Mays, and we'll see you next week.